This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Pat and Jeffy in for uh, Glenn, who just threw his back out about an hour ago. Uh, technology is awesome, but what are the drawbacks? What, what are we becoming? We'll talk about some of the latest innovations to be in every home, uh, as we have been today. We've been talking about your uh, New Year's resolutions. We also want to get into uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, do they? We, we don't hear much about the black lives being lost in Chicago. Do we? And what a year 2016 was for murders in Chicago. Just unbelievable. Also, uh, the Russians influencing the election. Nah, that didn't happen. That wasn't had nothing to do with Russians, according to Julian Assange. And we certainly believe him. Also, uh, George Washington University has apparently removed U.S. history from their curriculum. Uh, We'll start there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, Glenn just hurt his uh, back pretty badly. Hopefully he'll be back on tomorrow. Maybe, I don't know, from a hospital bed or his own bed. We'll see. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It's Pat Gray and and Jeffy in. uh, Stu is also sick today, so not a great start for those guys. Oh, God. In 2017. Um, so uh, the, the other thing that we were going to mention, uh, you just mentioned right before we came on, apparently the Rock Hall of Fame oh. uh, has decided yes, who's going have. into the Hall of Fame for and, this year. And we were, uh, we were pretty close. Uh, we were pretty close when we, uh, <laughs> when we talked about who we thought they would pick. Um, tell us again the nominations. Do you have that in front of you? Or? I just have who they picked. Okay. I don't have all, the entire nominations, but we can certainly get it. Um, who, who's actually going in this year? <laughs> I'm sure they're all incredibly deserving. No question. And, and certainly more deserving no than Foreigner, who can't even be nominated, because they only had about uh, 30 top 40 hits. They only had, I don't know, 15 or 20 top 10 hits. They only sold about 80 million records worldwide. They've only been icons for about 40 years. You wouldn't want them in the Rock Hall of Fame. But but you do want Joan Baez. Oh my God, Joan Baez! <laughs> Joan Baez! Did you see the people? They, they always do the <laughs> the people's vote on the website for a month or two leading up to uh-huh. the to the actual. I did. Decision. And, and, right. And Joan Baez was at the bottom yeah. of that list. Yeah. 
So the but when we talked about it, we talked about it either here or on Pat and Stew. We did both. We talked about who we thought they would pick, and you know, obviously, who was who was in the running. Right, and we were pretty close. We were pretty close because I think we said Joan Baez would be one of them. Because all you have to do is sing a protest song in the 1960s, and you're in. Oh, and she's and she's queen of that. Oh my gosh. ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Okay, that's a good one. That's worthy. Absolutely worthy. Now uh, should have been in a long time ago. Yes. So ELO, Joan Baez, Journey, Journey, of course, had to get in. I I mean, they they deserve it. I know. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Yep. Because we said there's no way they're not going to let. No way. That's right. It's an icon. uh, The other thing besides protest songs is singing about how you were abused as a child. Yeah, it's an era. It's it's that's what they (laughs) represent, right? I hate my parents. I've never liked them. I got beaten when I was a kid. And you're in. You're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So who else? So uh, Joan Baez, ELO, Journey, Pearl Jam. And, of course, Tupac Shakur. Who else do you think of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame other than Tupac Shakur? And Tupac was not at the bottom, but he was down there. Oh yeah, he was he was very near. He the was down there with John Baez. Yes, unbelievable. You knew there was no way they weren't going to put Tupac in. No way. And he's not rock. No uh, way. But they don't they don't go by that for some reason. The Rock Hall of Fame really has very little to do with rock and roll, um, because a lot of rap artists are in R and B. You know, so <laughs> it, uh, it's frustrating. It's really and finally frustrating. we have. Oh, there's yes, another one. there is. And finally we have, yes. So they did get into it. Of course. Yeah, of course. Because they're a Rolling Stone favorite, right? The, the, if the Rolling Stone magazine liked the band, uh, there's a good chance they're going to get in. Name it. Other than Owner of a Lonely Heart and Roundabout, name a yes song. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> no one I want can. To. I want to look it up bad and give no you one. No one can. I can't because I th- I didn't even know about the I I, I would have just said roundabout. Oh really? You didn't even I, I, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yeah, I which mean was I know bigger it, than roundabout. I yeah, I know. I mean, that I, was their biggest hit. But roundabout was longer, so you played it to take a longer break. <laughs> yes, you did. If you ever had to go to the bathroom yeah, and you worked a, at a classic yeah, rock station, you. you go roundabout, roundabout. cuz it was about yeah, you Seven gotta be around, eight I'll minutes. be around about 80,000 times. You were good. You yeah. It. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Roundabout and Stairway to Heaven were, yeah. the, were the two. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. George Washington University in Washington, D.C. has decided that giving uh, students more flexibility. Isn't that nice? They're going to they're give them more flexibility. Isn't that nice? Um, that means freeing them up from taking required courses like U.S. history. Hey, why? Even if they're history majors, yeah, they don't have to take U.S. Come history. Come on now, that's agonizing. We should stop. any government money they get should be taken from them immediately. You xenophobic bastard! Be taken away from them immediately. What are you I don't care if about? you tell me we don't like the U.S. history they're teaching. I don't care. It should be U.S. history. That should be a mandatory thing. Uh, it should absolutely especially, be required, especially. If you're a history major. Yes. How do you not study U.S. history? Uh, According to the College Fix, the new requirements allow for students to take an optional course in previously required courses or a high score on a placement test.
to opt out of the oh, requirement. Oh, well, good. But there's no more uh, mandate to take U.S. history. Now, they changed a couple other things, too. I will say they eliminated the requirements for, you know, uh, for U.S., North American, and European <clears throat> history, which, you know, if you're, even if you're a history major is absolutely wrong, as well as foreign language requirement. Uh, those are, that's not required now for a major. So you could get, uh, you could get your U.S. history major without that hit history big deal and the reason that they're saying uh they decided to to do this is because they want to they want to recruit new students to better reflect a globalizing world because jeffy we're citizens of the globe <laughs> are now. we we're not u.s citizens anymore we're citizens of the globe okay. citizens of this planet you know, right, well, and good. so this is a beautiful thing. They can uh, take world history instead, uh, European history. Uh, we, we are just, we're begging for trouble. Every begging dime. For trouble. If they take a dime of taxpayers' money should be taken from them right now. That's fine. You can do what you want. I, right. I don't care what right. they do. But you get no taxpayer money. Come on now. I mean, you're United States University. I'm just really United States of America University. I'm really I worried about what's going on in our colleges because even at the so-called conservative-leaning schools, uh, they're well, teaching really. our kids garbage. Garbage. Not really. I, I I was talking to my son over the Christmas break <clears throat> about what he was learning from his professors in history, and he said they hate Israel for one thing, and the slant on Israeli. Palestinian relations was all Palestinian leading. Of course. And it, it, he said they didn't come right out and say that Israel is in the wrong, but everything they taught led you to believe. And why not? I mean, that Israel is in the nations. Wrong. Our country is, uh, 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 you know, well, we don't want to vote. We, we know what's going to happen. Right. We've got John Kerry telling us that uh, they're wrong and bad. Obama's been telling us they want to, well, they should go back to the 68 borders. And uh, Israel's in the wrong. Why, they should, why, why wouldn't you be that way? And I, I, to, I told him, you know, do, do they even talk about the fact that uh, the Palestinians had their shot at a homeland when the partition was made huh. in 1948? When the, UN, when the UN gave birth to Israel, they also gave birth to a Palestinian state. And the Palestinians rejected it and instead went to war uh, with their Arab brethren against Israel in 1948. Well, what? what? They never, what? What? Did that happen? They didn't even, they never talked about it. They never talked about it? How is that possible? And then they went to war again uh, in 1956, and again in 1967, and again in 1973, and 1981, and so on and so forth through history. And the Israelis had had enough by 67 and finally kept the West Bank. Because the Palestinians have always been, that's not enough. I mean, I don't know what enough is for them. Well, the enough is, it, means entire, getting rid of Israel. Yeah, the entire It country. means getting rid of Israel because and that's unless the we do that, goal. it's not enough. That's right. So we're not agreeing to anything. And really, you have the UN going along with that. And yeah. now, apparently, you've got the Obama administration yeah. going along with the UN in, uh, in these resolutions. Yeah. And yeah. Israel is pretty fed up with it. And I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. So what chance do our kids have when they're hearing all of this garbage in, in college 
And these are the people that we've set up as the authority figures. These are the, this I is where know. you're going to go and learn all these great things to prepare you for life. And then they're hearing all of this stuff. And now they're not getting any U.S. history on top of that at, at places like George Washington University. And that, and that actually is the argument for not having to get the U.S. history, right? You're hoping yeah. that maybe the history they get will be correct and not at least... It's they, not going to be. No, it's not. It's not going to be. No. It's, not, it's, it's going to be a worldview. It's going to be an anti-American view. And, and it's hard to overcome that slant. And so if your kids are attending universities, I'd... I, I recommend talking to them about what they're learning from their professors so that you can at least provide them with the other other side of it. And it may and take it, a while. As I told Sean, I, I don't mind if they teach you both sides. I, I don't I don't care about that at all. I, in fact, that's the way you should let them decide. Just teach them both sides of the issue. Right. Don't slant it one way or the other. Uh, he He said one of the things he liked best about one of his professors was one day he would come in with one side of an argument and he would argue the other side while the students uh, nice. came at him with questions. And then the next day he would argue the other side of it and have them respond accordingly. And I thought, well, yeah, that's what Good. you should be yeah, doing. That's what you should, absolutely. Let them decide. But because otherwise it's, it's indoctrination. And well, sadly, that's what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We are the Glenn Beck program. Mercury. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Triple eight seven two seven back. This is the Glenn Beck program. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He uh, hurt his back, threw it out again, and so hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Some people under fire for for comments that they've made. Um, Steve Martin. This weird it's controversy is one of the dumbest I've ever seen in my life. And he deleted it. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Especially these lefties in Hollywood. They don't, they don't understand uh, uh, the insanity of the left because they're part of it. And so the least little criticism they get, oh, but okay, I'm sorry. He actually said, and I can't remember the exact tweet, but I'll he tweeted it. out after Carrie Fisher died that she was beautiful and she was also smart and talented. Something to that effect, right? Because he, he mentioned her intelligence, uh, matching her beauty, something to that effect. Well... <clears throat> the feminists went crazy. How dare you mention a person's appearance after they've died? What? Right, right. When, when did that become a thing that I can't do that? What are you, are you kidding me? So if Brad Pitt dies, 
No woman better ever mention that word. he was good looking. Or we will hit the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is asinine. I, do you have the tweet? It was uh, innocuous. It wasn't offensive in any way. And yet, because he got so much flack, oh, yeah, he, he deleted it. What was the, what was the original tweet? Uh, from uh, at Steve Martin Go. Uh, think she was a spy. I see. Think, oh, those are the ones. These are the ones that are against him. His tweet. So when I was a young man, Carrie Fisher was the most beautiful creature I had ever seen. She turned out to be witty and bright as well. Witty and bright as well. Um, so, How oh, horrific. How dare you. How Steve Martin. You'd think he committed genocide on women or something. I think she aspired to something higher than just being pretty. How do you want to be remembered? Brother. Oh, my. At least, yeah, these are some of the ones that the people that were so mad at him. Unbelievable. I, I, can, can her looks not be one of the things you remember? No. Okay. <laughs> I guess no. Not. Is it really an insult? If Carrie Fisher were alive today, would she say that's an insult? Absolutely. How dare not. you say I was beautiful? How dare you? And witty. I, I am not. <laughs> I am not witty. I am the dullest person going. I, I am so dull, you couldn't cut butter with me. That's how dull I am. <laughs> also under fire right now, and maybe rightly so, and I've defended him in the past. Brent Musburger maybe shouldn't broadcast anymore. Oh, no. What did he do? I don't know this. Yeah, he, he broadcast oh, no. the Sugar Bowl last night with Oklahoma. Of course. Auburn. Yeah, Brent, yeah. He, they still let Brent hang around for one. He's, he's uh, you know, one of the I, I mean, sportscaster icons. I mean, he's a good sportscaster whose yeah. time has maybe passed him by. Well, I, he, I mean, that was a while ago, but they still, he's, you know, they still throw him the bone for a game or two. He's been around enough. He's got the, he's got the, the name. Yes. The name recognition. He, he, he does. Uh, but last night, he was talking about Joe Mixon, who in, in public punched a woman in the face. And the video was released recently. Um, and, you know, it's, it's horrific. It was a couple of years ago when it happened. And he got suspended for all of the 2014 season. So then he came back and uh, Musburger originally said it was troubling, very troubling to see. We've talked to the coaches, and they all swear this young, the young man is doing fine. Like I said, Oklahoma thought he might even transfer, but he sat out the suspension, reinstated. And folks, he's just one of the best. And let's hope, given a second chance by Bob Stoops and Oklahoma, let's hope that this young man makes the most of his chance and goes on to have a career in the National Football League. Now, as soon as he said that, I thought, oh, you don't know what you just said. Brent. That... Is not going to go over no, well. No, it is not. And it didn't. And so they're getting all kinds of tweets and they're getting all kinds of social media backlash and people I are going bet. crazy about it. And so later in the game, he came out again and said, apparently, some people were upset when I wished this young man well at the next level. Let me make something perfectly clear. What he did with that young lady was brutal, uncalled for. He's apologized, he was tearful. And now, so, okay, I know, but 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 let's, uh, you know, in Brent's, uh, go ahead, finish what he had to yeah, say. Yeah, okay. He got a second chance. He got a second chance from Bob Stoops. I happen to pull p- for people with second chances, okay? Let me make it absolutely clear that I hope he has a wonderful career and he teaches people with that brutal, violent video. 
Okay. See, in no, that's world, not okay. In today's you world, can't in today's say world, that. you can't even you can't. live. Nope. You can't live. You can't walk down the street. Nope. You can't go out of your house if you've been uh, nope. if you're guilty of hitting a woman. Well, that's true. If you're a sports, if you're a sport, there's a, there's, any kind of sports, yep, any kind of athlete, mm-hmm. uh, and there's video of it. Well, I will and, say this: you, know. you certainly can't be celebrated. No, right? No, you cannot. You, you, no, Musburger no, should have left it alone. I, I, if I were there, great run by now. How oh, dare you? He, he hit his. Well, I wouldn't have even brought yeah, up that was, the whole incident. He knows you, better than that. In the past, you should leave it alone. You don't wish him well. He, and he, when you're well, talking about, say, in the same breath, he beat some woman in the face. He used to go. So you're right, Brent. Maybe it, time. It, it may be time. It may be time. It just Brent. may be time, Brent. Call it to the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program threw us back out earlier. Um, hopefully be back with us tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven back. We're talking about Brent Musburger's uh, problems last night. Um, and this kind of follows up from was it last year or the year before? It was a couple years ago now, right? When he was talking about AJ McCarron's girlfriend uh, during the Sugar Bowl. Was it was it the Sugar Bowl? I don't know. I don't One know of if the it was bowl a bowl games. game. Or, or, I mean, it was some 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 Alabama game. Yeah, it was, it was an Alabama game. Might have been game the SEC with, championship. Possibly, but here's what he said then, uh, which was somewhat interesting. Auburn, I won't admit that, but she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? Oh, yeah, okay. And right there yeah. on the right is D.D. Bonner. Yeah. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you, wow. quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> yeah, women. Yes, he's the mom. What a beautiful woman. Wow, he's, A.J.'s doing Whoa. some some things right down so if you're a youngster in Alabama mm-hmm. start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard <laughs> okay now that you want to be a quarterback he, he got all kinds of flack for that he I, sure I didn't did. think that was that bad boy social media Twitter went crazy they went nuts because he's talking about again a beautiful woman and I guess that you're not allowed that's verboten you now. are you're not allowed forbidden you can't talk about you can't talk about the girl you can't talk uh-uh. about the mother you can't no. talk about the boy for nothing uh-uh and I you know, people made a big deal. Oh, that's a 72-year-old man talking about a 21-year-old girl. He's not asking her for a date. He right. didn't try to sleep with He's her. He's saying he AJ made said, a great choice. Right. And wow, there's her mother. <clears throat> and she's attractive too. Yeah. Terrible? No. And then he's got Herb Street next to him, who was a quarterback, by the way, yeah. when, who said, when he said, wow, you quarterbacks. Yes, true. Right. And last night was a little different deal. That was a lot different. Yeah. Uh, last night, he deserved some criticism. 
it was it, and it wasn't just the the Joe Mixon thing it, it sort of um you know celebrating him and hoping he has a great career after he punched a woman in the face and I I guess should that should that end his career well, for all time there's a lot of people who think so yeah there's a lot of people who think so there's a lot of people that think you should you you should stop existing yeah and I, I don't think that Brent gets that at this stage I, I don't know how old what is he 75 probably now, now yeah um but the other thing he was doing I don't know how many times he called these large football players <laughs> rascals <laughs> I mean, that that rascal that's a big rascal that's a big one what hey big and the other thing he kept saying was youngins youngins these youngins <laughs> and rascals okay uh if you're not in 1956 anymore, Brent, no, and so again, it just might be time. Might be time, Brent, just to <laughs> just, just to give it. We love you, okay? And, I, and I do. While, I think he's great. Every I, once in a while, you know, you come back around. Maybe we maybe do a press conference at the at the the bowl games. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. the Sugar Bowl maybe gives you a special award. You're the Sugar Bowl guy. You're the honorary. <laughs> you're the color guy. man. <laughs> For the Sugar Bowl. From here we allow out, you to say three forever. things during the Sugar we Bowl. We allow you to say, and the Super Sugar Bowl winner this year is. <laughs> <laughs> so it just might be time. We'll get you a ticket, you're up in the booth, and you're good. And I will say, it definitely is time for the Obamas. Now, this happened uh, a couple of weeks ago, but we were on vacation when she said it, and I couldn't believe the insensitivity <laughs> of it at the time. But it reminded me how glad I am to see these two go when Michelle Obama sat down with Oprah and because and they're talking about uh, the Trump presidency and how the left is going crazy. And here's what Michelle Obama said. We're feeling what not having hope feels like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> hope is necessary. Yeah. It's it's a necessary concept. <laughs> <laughs> and Barack didn't just talk about hope because he thought it was just a nice slogan to get votes. I mean, he yes, and I and so many believe that if you, what else do you have if you don't have hope? Yeah. What do you yeah. give your kids yeah. if you can't give them hope? I'm sorry, was she saying that about the right who almost lost all hope when her husband was elected? When her Marxist husband was elected in 2008? No, nope. they didn't care at all what the right was feeling. They didn't, they didn't give, uh, they didn't care at all about anybody but themselves. And now all of a sudden, now they see that their, their reaction is much the same as ours. And they have no recognition of that. None. They are the most unaware people. Uh, these liberals and progressives apparently can't see beyond their own noses. It's just amazing and it's uh it's one of the reasons I'll, I'll be very happy uh to say goodbye to them on january 20th regardless of who's entering the uh white house just so they're going out the so other they're door gone. Yeah. just so they're gone and he makes a he makes a big point now of uh continuing to say that he's still going to be involved i'm not going anywhere not- I'm not going anywhere. Leaving. I'm still going to be living in yeah. Washington. He told some little girl that. I, I, I don't know what the, I wasn't, I was only paying half attention to the, to the news cycle when we were on vacation, but he was telling some little kid, I'm not going anywhere. Cause the kid was saying how he's going to miss him and all that.
And and I thought, oh, dear, I, what, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can handle it if you don't go anywhere. You need to go somewhere and just leave us alone now, okay? <laughs> You've done enough. There's no way he does that either. It's fascinating to watch this, though, because, again, they are so unaware. Paul Krugman, Nobel-winning economist and liberal New York Times columnist, said that he's lost faith in the future of the United States. Now, when we were saying this in 2008 and 2012, that we were concerned about the what? future. Who do you want to take back the country from? A black man? Well, who do you want to take back the country from? Uh, a white guy? A capitalist? Uh, wh- what are you saying? Paul? In a series of tweets following uh, Trump's expected triumph in the Electoral College, Krugman seemed to be despondent with the state of the U.S. So it's official and it's vile. The loser of the popular vote installed by Russian intervention, a rogue FBI, and epic media malfunction, he tweeted. We should never accept this as okay. It may be the new normal, but that's a new normal in which the America we knew and loved is gone. Uh, It's just agonizing. It is is agonizing. Are people noticing that the Trump economic team is shaping up as a gathering of gold bugs? Wait. What is it? I don't, I'm not sure what that means. Goldman Sachs people, I, I, I guess he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, people who are successful economically, I guess he's talking about. I hate those people. You got to hate them. I hate those people that are successful. Uh, Krugman gave the highest praise to Larry Kudlow, who's expected to be named the head of the Council of Economic Advisors in this crew. Kudlow, who who thinks it's always the 1970s, but doesn't seem to hyperinflation under his bed, is the most reasonable. Okay, well, I mean, it, it, it's fascinating to watch uh, uh, their machinations now. It's fascinating to watch their panic, uh, their fear, the fact that they're all buying uh, shelters now. They're installing these, these self-sufficient shelters and that in some cases are costing $7, $10, 15000000 million. Now, when we said, hey, you might want to store some extra food, it was crazy. Oh, it was end nuts. of the world. Is that, right. What are you talking about, preaching right. the end of times? When we were saying, hey, maybe it's good to have 10% gold in your por- portfolio. I'm not, I'm not talking about buying all the gold in the universe. I'm just saying maybe 10% of what you own. Oh, what are you preaching? Going, oh, How oh, crazy you, are you? It's so crazy. You're just making money. And now they're taking these incredibly drastic measures. And it's perfectly oh, it's fine. That's okay. It's perfectly fine. Okay. It's There's no nothing problem. wrong with it. Uh, not crazy at all. Now, when they say the end of the world is coming because of Donald Trump, it's perfectly fine. There is no problem. I mean, I would just, I would just, I'm not asking them not to say it. I'm just asking them to notice that you thought all of that was crazy in 2008 when we were concerned. I'd be nice. And maybe you could learn the lesson from us that, okay, we thought that he would, and he did fundamentally transform America, but we thought it might be to the point where, um, we'd even have no place in it. I, I, I'm not sure what we thought would happen. I, economic collapse, I, I, who knows? Um, and he did do a lot of damage, but he we did. survived it. And here we are. So it would be nice if they could learn that lesson, that we thought it was going to be catastrophic when he was elected. And he's been elected to two terms, and we survived it. We'll survive this guy, no matter what. We'll, sur- we'll survive him.
Uh, and that's, you know, I think that's what's given me so much hope is that is that realization after the election. I thought, well, you know, we've survived a lot. Yeah. We survived a Marxist president who I don't think even has much admiration for this country. Not a chance. And no way. somehow we got through it all. We survived his socialist program, his Obamacare. We survived the government taking over 17% of the economy. Now, it's made things worse. There's no doubt about that. And a lot worse. And it's even for people who don't have Obamacare, it's made health care uh, extraordinarily expensive and has ruined our coverage. I mean, we used to have the best coverage I've ever had. It has declined so much over the last few years since Obamacare. It's almost unrecognizable now. It's, it's, it's quite a bit different. It's a lot it's different. And, and, I mean, I got, and Glenn I got, was really proud of the fact that he offered the and, best insurance available, and he did. And he, and he, sh- and he should be. And, and he should been, be, and, yes. But now you can't even get that insurance anymore. You can't even get it. They won't even put the parameters into the computer because they don't have those parameters I, I mean, I, anymore. I did, it, was, it, was, it was as long as we're down this road. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was frustrating in our gatherings with changing of insurance that we kept hearing well this is the best it is this is the best it is this is a, this is really great else, yeah else has got it this, was so frustrating that i had to point this. out to them yeah well um, it's not to us because we used to have much better yeah well that doesn't exist anymore so okay well thank you obamacare well, Appreciate it. right and uh, that's why nancy pelosi is proud to tell the republicans look if you break obamacare they own it they break it they own it it's already broken. Uh, no I got kidding. news for Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Been broken since day one. Day one. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More of the Glenn Beck program coming up. Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Mercury. Jeffy, 888-727-BECK. Hopefully Glenn will be back uh, feeling better tomorrow. 888 well, If he doesn't move. Yeah, if, if he, he doesn't, doesn't move, move. If he listens to because us. Because, again, he was sitting in a chair doing just fine, and then he moved. He moved. You can't do it. How many times do we say, sit down, Throughout don't his back. move. Don't move. And uh, maybe he's learned an important lesson here so. today. I, I sure hope so. I hope so. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Rock Hall of Fame uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, who are the... Are there five or six? There's five or six uh, artists that got into the Rock Hall. This Strong year. artists this year. Strong. Like Joan Baez. Who doesn't love Joan Baez? I may, I may have taken uh, the full list, list down. Yeah, but, but Tupac. Tupac Shakur. Sure. Journey. Journey, who deserves it. ELO deserves it. And yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go to. Oh, and Pearl Jam. Uh, oh, and Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. So that's the other one. Uh, Chris in California. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey. Absolutely. So I think that we should probably go with Phoebe Snow because Phoebe Snow has got that like <laughs> 70s sound. I mean, we're all about 70s. Now, I love Phoebe. Right? Phoebe Snow, a poetry man, right? She Come on now. Well, yeah. no, no, poetry no, 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 no. I was thinking more uh, Midnight in the Oasis. Oh, and that's, that's Maria Phoebe Snow, Yeah, that's Maria oh, Phoebe oh, Marie. I've got yeah. a, I've got an album of Phoebe doing some covers, and she may have done that song on yeah. that album, but uh, she might have. But nobody does it like the original. I know. Uh, done by Maria Moldauer. 
Oh, yeah. man. Well, there you go. Midnight Jesus, at the Oasis. Like that spell. Come on, who doesn't love that song? <laughs> Thanks who a lot, Chris. doesn't love Midnight at the Oasis? Oh, I think everybody does. Uh, Thank you. I know I do. And, and Phoebe, he's at a point with Phoebe Snow. I mean, Poetry Man is. And as long as we're at it, why not put Minnie Ripperton into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> the one who did Loving You is easy because I mean, you're beautiful. There should actually be there should be like a, a wing to the Rock Hall of Fame to the to the one hit greatness of songs. Well, there's definitely a wing for rap artists. There's yep. a wing for R and B. There's a wing for people who are just influential. I mean, you've to their, never yeah, to core. heard of, but people were influenced by them. Yeah, because Whether they're a producer or they're a writer or they were a band that nobody's ever heard of, but bands but the iconic heard of them. band yes. came from here and liked them, and so they're in. Yeah. So why not a one-hit wonder wing? I it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a sham. It's a Travis Shamacher, <laughs> and and so, I think we all know it. So what happens? Do you change your tune if they if they put Foreigner in? Well, it'll help. I don't know if it cures it the disease, the pain but a it eases the pain a little bit. It yeah. would be. I mean, it would ease the pain a little. I, th- I think that's just throwing. But look how long it took to put Journey in. I mean, not a, come, come on. on, that's a no-brainer. I, I'm not a big Journey fan anymore because I'm not either, but who, they're but so Journey. overplayed. I just got sick. I know, of but them. it's Journey. But it's Journey. And they sold, I don't know, a hundred million plus. That's not about that. Chicago about went in, I think, last year. Uh, they sold 125 million at they, least. They're iconic. Um, so how do you leave those bands out? ELO just got in this year. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, well, it's so a two-pack. So that's good. It's good. Yes. Two packs in. And I mean, he was shot nine times, right? So he should have been in a long time ago. Right? Long time ago. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.